this week's episode. We really appreciate you joining us. This podcast really shows us how we can all learn, live, and thrive off of each other. By sharing our knowledge through our conversations, we will impart some knowledge whilst learning ourselves how to progress even further. Here is your host. Hello, and thank you for tuning in today to Mind Hostage Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Payne. I last talked about the subject of increasing your self-awareness. So today, I want to take that to the next step. When we talked about increasing your self-awareness, on the basic level, we're talking about being aware of your own thoughts, your own emotions, and your own reactions. And so as we ponder increasing our self-awareness and what's next, I often say that's when you really start the true grind and that the ability to apply the things that we've learned about self-help and combine that with self-awareness, you have embarked on a journey to change everything you've been conditioned to learn up until this point in your life. When you increase your self-awareness and you're able to identify, say, for instance, negative thoughts that have prevailed for the years, then you have to be aware enough to identify that thought, reject it, and replace it with something positive. And it's important that we don't do this one out of ten or one out of a hundred times. That We try to be aware and present at all times. So we can identify that, reject it, and replace it in real time until that becomes a habit, until we retrain our thought processes. But today, I want to talk about identifying your ego. Now, I'm not going to get all Sigmund Freud on you today and go into the id and the ego and the superego. I'd rather to keep it simple. And so when I talk about the ego, what I want you to understand is I'm talking about what makes you who you are up to this point in life. Now, there are some things associated with our ego that we can't help. There are some genetic predispositions that we have that make us who we are, um, that define our personality to a certain point. Uh, You guys that grew up with other family members and siblings that that grew up similar age in the same household with uh, siblings, and each one of you guys were very, very different in your own right. But those things that we have the ability to control are the lens that we've developed to view our life through at this point. And that lens, that filter was created as a cumulative 
experiences in life. So their individual experiences, good and bad, past traumas, past failures, maybe how we want to identify ourselves, because after all, we all want to identify as a certain type of a person or with a certain group. We do things, make decisions, or migrate towards people in groups that we most closely want to associate ourselves with. And so when you start to put all these things together, how we want to be identified, how we want others to see us, then we begin to develop this filter in how we look at and react to different experiences in our life today. So when we view these experiences that we're going through in the now, we're viewing it through this old lens, this clouded lens that we've developed over the years as sometimes a protective mechanism. But that filter sometimes requires changing. That lens requires cleaning. And that's where understanding our own human ego comes into play. So let me use an example. I recently took some hit on social media from some folks who are really deeply engaged in what I want to call religious dogma. Um, we had some communication about spirituality and some of the things that I've found in my near-death studies, and this person identified themselves very openly as a religious figure. And so I took some heat from this person uh, who had a differing opinion, and that's fine. I, I think we all are entitled to our opinion. Again, those opinions are based on the filter that we view our life through. But this person looked at one of my videos, tagged it, and said, I watched 14 minutes of this video, and nowhere in it did you mention God. Now, as, as a person who has an ego that I have to battle <laughs> on a daily basis, uh, my first reaction was to become offended because, after all, I know what I do and why I do it to help other people. I help people who need to change their thought processes. I help people along their spiritual journey. Matter of fact, I've dedicated most of my life to helping other people. And so, in that moment, being self-aware, I had to sit back and take a look at the situation for what it was. That rather than responding to his filter, to his ego, and rather than responding in kind to him, I had to take a step back and go, well, he's entitled to his opinion. I don't feel the need to reject anybody's opinion. And by the way, in identifying with my ego, I have to understand that I 
no longer have the need to be right. And if you consider that for a minute, then I think that we can all admit that one time or another we've been offended or angry based on something somebody else has said. They've talked bad about us behind our back or they've offended us in some way. Our emotional response to that was because that somehow insulted how we want to be seen. We don't want to appear weak. We don't want to appear wrong in somebody else's eyes. Or perhaps somebody said something in front of someone whose opinion, respect that you value, and somehow that you felt threatened how you were viewed by that person. So no matter what the cause, what was going through your mind, you were offended. And you lashed out with an emotional response. You became angry. Your blood pressure increased. Um, maybe you said something harsh in response to this person. And perhaps maybe this was a friend or a family member whose relationship was ultimately harmed as a result of both of you responding to your ego. So applying these methods of increasing my self-awareness in the now, in that situation, identifying my ego, and then having to work to reject my negative response, reject being offended, reject feeling like I had to respond. I just stood back and realized that his need to be right, his need to have a differing opinion, his anger at me or anyone else who had a difference of opinion or a different idea or a different belief system was solely his problem as long as I didn't make it mine. We all have this power to identify our thoughts and our emotions associated with those thoughts. And in the future, we'll dive deeper and we'll share some science behind how our neural networks are formed and how our synapses connect, and how we can retrain our brain, how we can separate ourselves from our ego, thereby freeing herself. So the title of this podcast is Mind Hostage and for obvious reasons because we're all held captive to our own thoughts, emotions, and reactions. Um, watching a video with Eckhart Tolle and he made a very profound statement. He said an experience by in and of itself is just that, an experience. What makes it either good or bad is our reaction to it. So in being self-aware, in identifying with our ego, we have the ability to change our current reality our response and our emotion to any given situation by 
making a conscientious decision in how we respond. And that's hard. We've had a lot of years of programming up until this point in your life. It doesn't happen overnight. Believe me, it's very difficult, but I can tell you this, it's life-changing. You know, I thought at one point in my life that I had let go of some things that happened in my past, some childhood traumas and some traumas throughout my uh, previous career. But it turns out I had just buried them deeper, and they still came to the surface. But it wasn't until I arrived at this place in my journey, my journey in life and my spiritual journey, that I was able to identify that I had not, in fact, let go of bitterness and anger that was associated with my past experiences. But it gave me the opportunity to lay bare those emotions that I had buried within. Give them a little sunlight. As they say, sunlight is often the best disinfectant. But I laid my heart bare. And only then did I truly experience and understand the value of true, 100% unconditional forgiveness. Because it was then that I realized that I had been held captive to my thoughts and emotions of those things that I continued to play in my mind on a loop over and over and over again. And I had identified myself, part of my ego at this point in my life was that I am the way that I am now because of the experiences in my past. And I had come to lean on that as an excuse, as a justification for who I was. And when I finally was able to increase my self-awareness to identify my own thoughts and take responsibility for the only thing that I can truly control, which is how I think and react to events in my life in the now, was I able to release myself from my past. Not that I forget my past, but I was able to separate myself from those events and separate the emotion that I kept reliving thousands of times. And I think if you're honest with yourself and you take a moment to become self-aware, you might find that same pattern in your life, in your thoughts. So as I get real with my own ego, as I increase my self-awareness, I realize now that I know the difference, I have a responsibility to myself to release myself from my past, to no longer harbor the bitterness and anger that I've carried with me all these years. And I'm here to tell you guys, you truly get in touch with this, being in touch with your ego with raising your self-awareness only then can you find the beginning of true freedom 
when you start to release attachments to your ego, attachments being the emotions of your past, the fears of the future, the doubt, the guilt. Only when you start to begin to develop these techniques can you start your growth. And so for the guy who was critical, thank you for giving me the opportunity to grow yet another day. Because I don't have the need to identify a certain way. I simply am. I give of myself. I don't worry what others think of me anymore. And man, does it feel good. So I invite and encourage you guys to spend a little time taking a look at what makes you who you are today and identifying ways that you can take steps to change that. We'll go into further detail about the ego in our next episode. We're going to take this a step at a time with baby steps. As we continue to progress on this journey together, We'll have some experts come on. I do believe in the KISS principle and keeping it simple, keeping it basic, because that's, that's how I understand. And, and I think breaking it down to these baby steps will help those people who are lost and, and stuck in this routine, stuck in this old way of thinking, to take the necessary steps to bring about a change in your life. So... Thank you for tuning in. I look forward to talking to you again here on Mind Hostage. Loved what you've heard on this week's episode? Well, well, the answer is simple. It would mean the world to us if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and feedback. Spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things. Thank you. Thank you.